Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Co-hosted by the inquisitive public speaking champion, Mike McVeigh, and energy economics and technology expert, Matt Jensen. Join us as we explore all things energy, economic, tech, and political, and how they will affect our future. So this this is not financial advice, but um, I think that uh, commodities and physical assets are a good place to maintain your uh, your wealth during periods of uncertainty and restructuring of an economy. And would that also have to, would that same stuff be true, like regarding like the falling copper price or is that something completely different? So, yeah. So copper prices, they're usually kind of an indicator of um, slowing economic activity, I guess, when they start to fall. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's double-edged sword. There's kind of like the near-term recession fears that I think are driving a lot of copper pricing. Um, but uh, long-term, if you really look about uh, with the energy transition, um, kind of like the stated goal to switch batteries, wind power, uh, electric vehicles, um, copper is a huge component of that. Right. To essentially wire everything and uh, through, you know, my analyses have seen that there's just not enough or easily recoverable copper to really um, satisfy all that demand. Like it's, I think I read one time, it was like the typical wind farm takes like 4 million pounds of copper. Oh, wow. And, yeah. So, um, and then you know, all the motors, the electric motors, tons well, of copper. To ask, I was getting ready to ask you what, where copper is mostly being used. So I guess you answered my question before I could even ask it. Yeah. So I think it's kind of a, a going almost through a transition of being historically used for wiring for this giant, uh, you know, building growth that we've seen. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's been driven by China. So um, I would say that, you know, Copper prices are probably more correlated with the economy in China than they are necessarily sometimes with the realistic long-term depreciated demand. So um, a lot of this comes from Chile, and uh, I think the who owns Vale, I think owns the world's largest copper mine in Chile, and oh, wow. they're. Uh, they're declining fast. So it's kind of, you, you're kind of this point where with a lot of the traditional things that you mine for, um, there's a, not much density in it. So you're having to move more and more amounts of earth to get much less um, actual usable material out of it. Right. So um, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Like I, uh, in, in the U S, um, your historically cobalt is also found with copper. So there's a lot of people that are talking about reopening if they can U S copper mines to search for cobalt. So, hmm. um, you know, cobalt's used in cell phones and, uh, electric right. vehicles and stuff like that. So 
Um, if that's the case, there might be some changing economics from, you know, these mines that have been shut down before, but I think. If you'd like to learn more about the new next podcast, find us at the new where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 